accumulation, preservation, generation. At Busey Bank, these are the principles we use to build meaningful financial partnerships with our clients and their families. With sound advice and vast resources, partner with Busey for a personalized approach to your legacy. Busey Bank, building business, growing wealth since 1868. Member FDIC. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com is here to bring fresh fruits and vegetables right to your door. No need to ever leave the home or deal with the stress that is having to go to the store. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com makes it easy to order fresh fruits and vegetables online with the click of a mouse. I'm Rob Kendall. I love FreedomFoodsIndiana.com and I know you will too. It's a great way to keep your family eating right without the hassle of having to shop. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com Rob Kendall, Abdullah Kibjavaz, the program, Statehouse Happenings, your weekly look at what's going on with Indiana politics and government. How are you, my friend? Uh, doing well. Got a busy day today. Yeah, you're very, dressed very nicely. <laughs> well, I finally got all my clothes to the friggin' dry cleaner. So you're not dressed nicely because you're making some sort of big announcement today, though? No, no, no. Oh, okay, very good. All right, well, somebody- no, we are, uh, da, 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 we started, uh, we start doing some polling, I want to say this weekend. Oh, very good. So that'll be the next step. The, the second to final step in the decision-making ah, process. okay. And you've got to make this by early February. By February 3rd. Yeah, okay. Can I, uh, I said, when if you indeed do run, I would like to be there behind you with little sparklers as you, <laughs> like, you know, like at the boxing. Yeah, uh, but, but you can't have sparklers in the city council. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Maybe just like a flashlight of some sort then. Yeah, or, or just have your, your, your stick like Mr. Fuji so you can like, <laughs> knock somebody upside the head. <laughs> And by the way, for the folks who don't know, Mr. Fuji was a famous WWE wrestler from like years and years and years ago. Yes, years. yes. Uh, okay, so let's talk about somebody who did uh, announce they are running, and that is Jim Banks. He is going to run for United States Senate. Of course, he is a U.S. congressman from the Fort Wayne area, 3rd Congressional District. This is not the juicy part of what we'll discuss. This was widely expected. Yeah, uh, not not uh, not unexpected. Uh, Jim been talking about it uh, for a while, so he's uh, pulled the trigger, filed the paperwork. He's been making the making the making the making the making the talk show circuit. Uh, he was on Hammer and Nigel's show, Tony Katz's show. I interviewed him. He went on everybody's show but mine. Gee, what a coincidence! So you should have Casey talk to him instead of you. <laughs> That's not how it operates on our show. <laughs> uh, so okay, so let's let's talk about this briefly, then we'll talk about the fun part of this. Uh, I got a big, I got two beefs with this, uh, and anybody can run for anything, obviously, but number one, he voted for Kevin McCarthy 15 times, and I'm not going to get into that with you because that would be like banging my head against a wall because you probably think McCarthy's great, but no, I I just think he was, he was a person who they chose. I think you and I might have some agreement on that. It's not a great look that when just whatever, two weeks earlier, you're saying, I want to be in house leadership. I'm totally committed to leading the house of representatives. This is where the doing gets done. And then you get rejected. And then all of a sudden, Hey, now I want to be a Senator. That's not exactly a great look now, is it? Well, actually, you see, I, I respectfully disagree. With you. Oh, here we go. He said something nice about you on Twitter, so here we come. <laughs> here comes the never-ending defense. Okay. Well, heck, go, if that's uh, the case, then I'd be defending everybody uh, every day. Throw, oh, yeah, right. <laughs> throw it on me. Tell tell me why I'm totally off base on this. Well, my thing is this. Uh, it's one thing to to try for, a, for, try for a leadership position, and you don't get it. Okay, that's fine, because that's how the system system works. But if there's but if there's an opportunity out there that doesn't pop up very often or very or very frequently, then I can't blame an elected official or anybody for that matter for taking a look at it. I mean, because how often does a citizen become open here 
in, in Indiana. Not not very not very often. But he knew you you and I were talking about this. I was trying to think was it late summer, maybe early fall. We were talking about how Mike Braun is going to run for governor. He's going to leave his U.S. Senate. You were the first person to report this. So it wasn't like in December when he was running for House leadership. Oh, I, there's a because banks started passing. I'm like, well, Mike Braun has declared he's running for governor, and that changes everything. He already knew he was running for governor. He already knew that was going to happen. And but but see, I mean, we're 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 honest people with each other. We we may not like each other, but we're honest <laughs> with each other. If he, well, I love you like my little brother. Just leave <laughs> wedge every once in a while. If he had indeed won House leadership, he's not running for U.S. Senate, right? Right. Right. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, that, yeah. we agree on that. Yeah, right. that, that. That I agree wholeheartedly. However, the thing is, though, if let's say an opportunity popped up for you to go be a radio talk show host nationwide or in New York City, uh huh, we'll we'll pay you X Y Z a million dollars a year. We'll take your wife, you know, your dog, blah, right. blah blah blah. We'll get you a nice house in Westchester, uh-huh. blah blah blah. Would you take it? Well, it would depend on had I just signed a big deal here or just try. Uh, no, no, haven't, haven't signed anything. Well, he just told me. He just told the entire country, hey, I'm wholly invested in the U.S. House of Representatives, and I want to be, I'm so invested that I want to be in leadership. He can run for whatever he wants, but the reality is he's only running for this because he didn't get the other, he wants power. Well, no, I, he I wants say, power, no, he's a politician. No, 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 I say he's running because there's an opportunity to to do to, to advance. To now, help himself. And and to help Hoosiers. I oh, mean, give me a break. I mean, to, to me, that that's that what the thing is. Well, we're not going to have a senator if he don't win? Well, no, not at all. They we're going to have one senator. No, no, what, no. What, what I am saying is, is that if an opportunity is there, you take advantage of it. It's that simple. All right, now let's talk about the fun side of this, and this totally blows my mind. Look, I, let me just fully disclose here. I desperately want Mitch Daniels to get into this because this will be show content for a year and a half, and I and and, and on the re- real reality side of this, and we've talked about this for years. We need great competition in our primaries because the taxpayers are better served when people have competition, right? Yes, that I agree wholeheartedly with you. I, I don't care whether it's a, a conservative guy running. I would want another person to run against him or her. I don't care if it's a liberal or a more liberal person running. I would want somebody to run against him or her because we need people to have to force out their ideas. And uh, Mitch Daniels would be a phenomenal at forcing Jim Banks or whoever else gets into this to clearly articulate what their plans are and earn the votes of people. Now, I've always been a firm believer that while I don't like primaries per se, because I think they're political, political, I think the political parties should pay for their own elections. Yes, absolutely. Unless, unless it's an open primary. But I do think the one good thing about a primary is that's where you test your ideas, where you see what works. It, it's sort of it's sort of burning in the, in the crucible of political truth, so to speak. Yeah, so there's two sides of that to me. One is the entertainment side, and it will give me show content for days because that is going to be awesome if those two run against each other. Uh, but also the reality of better government will be produced if these two run against each other. That being said, the bank's people. Now, look, I know Club for Growth is not technically, I guess, affiliated with Jim Banks' campaign. It's very clear who they want. They would want Jim Banks. They came out even before Banks had announced and did this ad against Mitch Daniels. I don't know if I've ever seen this before where a major political organization is already running attack at a state level against some guy who hasn't even declared he's running. And it's not even like a certainty like Braun running for governor. We have no idea whether Mitch Daniels is going to run. And they came out already thrown grenades at the guy yes and the the, the logic and rationale <clears throat> so i did some reading about this over the weekend 
was that hey, Mitch Daniels, if you decide to run, here's a sample of what you'll get. Yeah. So it was, it was kind of like it was kind of like mozzarella sticks and calamari. It was like appetizers <laughs> <laughs> before you get the full club sandwich. So that so in a nutshell, that's what that was. Now, my thing with David McIntosh. Because uh, he ran for governor in twenty in two thousand, right? Yeah, he ran. He lost. Uh, I want to say he also tried to run for Congress in the fifth district. Uh, now I was told. Let me ask you this. I was told, maybe I was told by you. I can't remember. Somebody told me that the Daniels people were basically the the feud here is that McIntosh lost in two thousand. Daniels in oh four kind of came out during his first campaign for governor, so we're not going to be that guy. Yeah. Gonna, was it you that told me that? Or um, somebody else? I don't no, know. That's probably somebody else because I, I, I came in uh, Labor Day of 04. Yeah. So. Somebody somebody said, hey, look, the, 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 when Daniels was running around, he said, we're not going to be this guy. And McIntosh has had some sort of longstanding feud ever since. Yeah. And also, uh, the thing that, that ticked some of the, the, the more ideological concern people off was when Daniels said, hey, we're calling a truce on social issues. Yeah. Right. For the, for the meanwhile. But that was like <clears> 50, <throat> that was like 15 years ago. Exactly. They're and still I, holding a grudge? Exactly. And Indiana was in major financial in a major financial rut, financial crisis. So to, to talk about social issues when you got, you know, your, your state's going broke, it, it, to me it wouldn't make any sense. So Dan, Danny was right, like, hey, let's have a truce on social issues. We can still do, you know, the family, pro-family, whatever that means. And, and, and so then, like, the guy who is Banks, or at least on Twitter, described himself as Banks' chief of staff, is like putting old Daniels ads where he said, this will be the last office I'll run for. And he said, you don't just want to be a, we th- hope he keeps his word because you don't want to just be another politician. It's like the banks people proactively, banks people and the people who want banks to win. And it's like, they're proactively just throwing grenades at a guy and a, a beloved figure, right? I mean, it's yeah. not like Mitch Daniels, while I've got certainly issues with his record as governor, he is a universally respected figure in the state of Indiana. This just seems like a very odd approach. Yes, and <clears throat> the thing is, uh, I didn't agree with this theory at first, but I'm starting to come around on it, is that the more you push and poke the bear, the more likely there are, the, the more likely they will do something. Ah, yes, okay, so this is what I wanted to talk about, because this is the juicy side for us. I think Mitch Daniels was not going to run and they may have goaded him into doing it because, let's face it, if he doesn't run now, and you and I have been talking about this for weeks, and I have seen, you've come around. I really appreciate that. I really appreciate your open-mindedness on this. If you're Mitch Daniels, you're saying, wait a second, now it's going to look like if I don't run. Boy, those guys intimidated Mitch Daniels into not running. Well, I've, I mean, that, 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 that would be one of the, one of the, one of the story uh, narratives. But my, but my thing is this, is that you keep it, – it's like it's like you – ah, here's, here's a perfect example – Let's say you want to go like to a baseball game. Yeah. And Dad's like, I'll think about it. Hey, Dad, can I go? I'll think about it. Can I go? Can I think about it? Can I go? No, you can't go. Now take your ass to your room and go to and close the door. Yes, you're getting annoyed <laughs> with these people. Yes, exactly. And so uh, that's what I think. Uh, I won't say I won't say Jim because Jim's way too smart for that. But I would say the the issue with some of Jim's people around him and the club for growth people is if you keep poking, if you keep poking and prodding the bear, eventually the bear is going to snap at you. Yeah. And so like it's 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 odd. It's like. Like we were growing up, we said we have dogs. Mother, like don't don't stick your hand in the dog's mouth when the dog's trying to eat. Yeah, don't do it, don't do it, and you did it anyway. Yeah. Now now the dog snapped. Now you're all mad and ticked off. So I think they run the risk of if you if you, if you keep if you keep poking at him, he's probably he'll probably do it just for spite. Yeah, because he because and the polls show we talked about this several weeks ago. There's a poll that came out about how Daniels would overwhelmingly start with a or start with an overwhelming advantage in a U.S. Senate primary. Let's face it. 
the Daniel, the team Daniels would assemble and the amount of money he would assemble, he would squash Jim Banks like a bug. He would. He would be. I, I, I'll say that. I'll say he would, he would be very, very competitive. The, the thing Boy, is, Boy, you're well, not going to say anything bad about the guy that said something nice about you on oh, Twitter. No, 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 no. no what, I, what, I, what I am saying is, is that the Republican Party in Indiana of 2023 is a different Republican Party than 20 than 2004 when Daniels first ran. And I think Daniels walks in with about 40 percent of the yeah. of the vote. Just like I, it's like I told you, about, like I shared this theory on the program before. Yeah. About, about the, the, the quote unquote Republican establishment is about 40, 45 percent. Of the vote. The but but Daniel seems different, though, and I agree with you on that, whether it's Suzanne Crouch or Holcomb <laughs> or whoever. But Daniel seems different because, one, he appeals to people outside of the political realm who are Purdue-related or university-related, who otherwise might not even vote in a Republican primary. But he also... There are a lot of conservative people who may not know, who believe the Paul Bunyan-esque stories about Mitch Daniels, who would also still vote for him. I mean, this is not like it's Richard Luger running he here towards the end this guy's like appeals to a huge swath of people yes and daniel's left with very high approval ratings yes and, and people all, and people always remember the last thing that you did yeah and daniel's left the state of indiana in, in really good financial shape you know good good fiscal shape he uh, fixed purdue didn't raise tuition so you got all those purdue grads out there and alumni for the past 10 years yeah and some change like hey he was a good university president and he's got he's got his name id yeah <clears throat> i mean i saw somebody the other day i think adam wren posted this that uh, somebody said Daniels might start with like fifty million dollars or something. Is that even like real? Is that even a real number that he would rate, be able to instantly raise that much money? With the people that he's met and known and got to know over the past 30, 40 years, I would say that's not out of the question. Uh, okay, so by the way, this short program is Steakhouse Happenings. Oh yes, well, it's my <laughs> job to do that. I'm not there yet. We're, it's not time to take a commercial break yet. You just give the analysis. I'll ask the questions. Decide when we go to the commercial break. Do you think now? Because I know you were a no for quite a while, but as we sit here on what is today, Thursday, if you're listening on the podcast, January the nineteenth. Uh, Sunday, if you're listening on the radio station, do you think now Mitch Daniels is going to get in the U.S. Senate race? Um, I would say still probably not right now. Still a no. Still a no. So it would be wise of the banks, people, club for growth, whatever. Just shut up. Um, I would I would stop talking about that. Let's put it that way. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com is here to bring fresh fruits and vegetables right to your door. No need to ever leave the home or deal with the stress that is having to go to the store. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com makes it easy to order fresh fruits and vegetables online with the click of a mouse. I'm Rob Kendall. I love freedomfoodsindiana.com, and I know you will, too. It's a great way to keep your family eating right without the hassle of having to shop. Freedomfoodsindiana.com. Rob Kendall, Abdullah Keep Shabazz, the program of Statehouse Happenings, your weekly look at what's going on with <laughs> Indiana politics and government. And we actually agree on something. Oh, my God. Uh, okay, so news that came out the middle of the week, you reported today as we're putting the podcast out. The uh, guy, so with Banks running for con for Senate, his congressional seat will open up. The guy who named the state sandwich or has the bill to name the state sandwich is the first guy who's thrown his name into the hat or hat into the ring or whatever the phrase is on that. Tell. Uh, yes, it is Andy Zay. Andy is a state senator from up in the Huntington area, uh, which, is, which is in the 3rd Congressional District. And he decided to uh, go ahead and run for Congress. I'd heard a, f a few days ago. He was probably going to announce a little bit later in the week, and my sources were correct. I just didn't want to do anything until I actually made it uh, formal. Uh, formal. Uh, he's on the Senate. Uh, he's the chairman of the Senate Insurance Financial Institutions Committee. 
also in appropriations, utilities, technology. So lots of lots of bread and butter type issue sort of things. Uh, very conservative, so it's not an issue. Uh, voted for the voted for the abortion bill, uh, and during the during the special session and the tax cuts as well. Okay, so and I told you this before the show. This is a snoozer name to me. Like I feel like Congress. I need something exciting. We saw this a couple of years ago when uh, oh Hollingsworth won. You had a whole bunch of kind of like people on paper. Well, that's a state senator. I think there were multiple state senators who were running at the time. This kind of is an uninspiring name. I don't know. What do you think? Does he, this is a guy? Well, boy, he's a serious contender. Or oh, that's nice. He's running. Uh, good luck with all that. Well, he's he's known. Uh, like I said, no. First of all, the election once again is uh, a, at least a year and nine months away. Yeah, so, he's got it. But the but, hey, the primary is only like sixteen months, buddy. Oh yeah, yay! Party, party in a bottle. Party, yay! Now Wait some of us will be running for other offices, so they don't have to worry <laughs> about this. But some of us need show content. <laughs> well, well, that's true. Um, no, uh, and he's uh, he's well known in his in his Senate district. Uh, he won uh, won hell heartily. Uh, he ran against uh, our 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 progressive colleague Gary Snyder. Oh, a, a couple times, yeah, and, and, and won. Um, I mean, he, he like he's first out of the gate, but once again, it's 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 a, it's a sprint, it's a marathon. Yeah, and you got to get all the way to November of next year. Are you surprised? And I kind of made a little joke as I often do with you about how these. Guys, I'm very concerned they're going to, like, tear a hamstring sprinting to the podium <laughs> to announce these people are running for other public offices. Seems kind of fast. Well, I, I'll just say I wouldn't want to be between them and a podium. Let's put it that way. Yeah, that's, uh, well, anyway. Uh, speaking of state sandwiches and things they're doing over at 200 West Washington, uh, any big comings or goings the past two weeks? I mean, we're two weeks into the legislative session now. I notice there's still nothing on property taxes, so we won't even go into that uh, today. I, 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 don't, I don't think you'll see anything on property taxes until they do the budget. Yeah, well, I, I, let's face it. We're not going to see anything <clears throat> significant on property taxes. There's no way by the time, by their not, standard— not, not, not this year, no. No, by the time they get that information, and I've already— By the way, I love the fact that these guys get their marching orders and everybody starts using the same phrase, and we're, not, we're supposed to think that's a giant coincidence. Thread the needle appears to be the <laughs> phrase du jour of the uh, party <laughs> leadership, because I am hearing that— uh, our listeners are letting me know from uh, many uh, of their senators and state house people thread the needle. There's no way they all just came up with that uh, uh, phrase. So clearly, uh, uh, they got their marching orders <laughs> on that. Point is, uh, other than naming the state sandwich, is there anything of note that has come out so far out of the legislative uh, session? Uh, nothing has passed out of really either chamber yet. Uh, but this should start. Uh, I would say either next week and then the following week because they got to uh, have certain things done by the by the January 31st. Uh, deadline now with that said like i said it's been it's been little things like the issue on bail and for, yeah what's up with bail what are we doing they're trying to get rid of bail for certain people is that right if, the, if they're trying to get rid of bail for or give the judge the option of eliminating bail if an individual poses a substantial risk to the community now the argument is judges can already can already do that yeah okay don't the judges and, already make the choice yes but the thing is this would if it would basically it would it would enshrine this issue into the state constitution because the state constitution says you must provide bail unless it's like murder or treason. Are we talking about another constitutional amendment? Yeah. Oh, you got to be kidding me! Nope. And this will be the what third or fourth? Oh, these guys do this every single time. What was the last one? Hunt and fish. Yep, you're right to hunt and fish. I. They never change. They just, you can say it. <laughs> no, they don't. It, they don't ever change. No, they don't. All the problems. And this is what they're focused on. So so bail so bail is one issue uh, that's out there. 
Uh, the other issue, uh, uh, I want to say, well, like I said that that's just that's the main one. That's but there's no, there's nothing of note right now where you say, "Wow, that's really going to engulf everybody's time." Not not yet. Okay, let's talk about something that did come down uh, yesterday. If you're listening to the podcast, which comes out on Thursday, which is that the ACLU has dropped its lawsuit in regards to the transgender sports bill. You said this makes perfect sense. I think I'm going to agree with you on this, which is very scary. <laughs> uh, tell us what's up and what happened. Uh, yeah, uh, the ACLU and a transgender student sued IPS, Indianapolis Public Schools, uh, because they want to say uh, the transgender student wanted to play girls' sports, but they wouldn't let them, so they uh, so they went to court. However, the school that the girl wanted to play at is no longer run by IPS. It's now run by like a it's now it's now a charter school. Yes. I forget what name the charter school is. And so, since the charter school doesn't have that policy, then there's no point. The the, the defendants have changed, basically. Yeah, there is no harm. Oh, yeah, you're you're right, right, right. You're right. You're not in IPS anymore, so you can't sue over something happening. Right, and in, in another, and basically in another school district, right. which is what the charter school is. So, so it doesn't mean like that. You read the headline and you're like, "Wow, they pulled out. This thing is over and done with. They're going to find someone else to sue on behalf of." Probably, I would I would not be surprised. I want to say there were like maybe like two two piece of litigation out there. I mean they're not they're not go- they they'll find someone right. I mean they're not going away on this. The ACLU is going to they want to make a stand on this. So they, they I think the headlines confuse some people. Like well this is over and done with. The conservatives have won on this one. Uh, it, they've just won for now. Yeah. Rob Kendall, Dula Kibshabaz, the program is State House Happenings, your weekly look at what's going on with Indiana politics and government. Did I see a picture of you and Joe Hogsett together? Yes, you did. Do you want to just what? Yeah. Are you teaming up now? Is this, <laughs> if this were wrestling, would you be doing a vicious heel turn? Abdul has joined the Democrats. My goodness, that's Abdul's music, and he's teamed up with the Democrats. What is actually happening? Maybe Hulk Hogan and the ult- and Randy Savage. This <laughs> is more like it. Um, no, uh, uh, last Thursday was the uh, Indiana Civil Rights Commission annual Martin Luther King Day celebration, which I've been the MC for for God, like God knows how many years. Uh huh. And as I was going through the program, it's like, huh, that's interesting. It's Joe Hogsett, because normally the normally the mayor's there, but he's not he's not really speaking or anything. He's just sort of there in the audience. You can acknowledge him with the other, you know, elected officials and move on. Uh, but he was uh, on he was on deck, so I, so I'm like, okay, so. I called him on up, and as, as we were at the podium together, I was like, hey, somebody get a picture of this, because you're probably not going to see this again until like, the fall debates. Till, till fall debates. And so uh, the civil rights folks, she, she, took, she took a couple of pictures of us, so I threw it up all over, like, here, caption this. And, and the governor and, and, Al, and Alice, uh, who's the head of uh, Indiana Black Expo, just died laughing, as you could see on the stage. Um, and by the way, you can find it on my, on my Facebook page, too, by the way. I really do love that you did that. I think that's really very Abdul of you to do that. And look, I guess Joe Hogsett was kind of a good sport about the whole thing, and he didn't really put up too much of a fight. No, no, Joe, Joe's actually uh, Joe's actually a very nice, nice, pleasant guy personally. I have some issues with with the way he's run the city, but no, personally, he's he's not bad. Uh, we we spoke for a little bit, like, hey, Abdul, how's it going? Like, going fine. So you made a decision yet? Like, no, nah, I make a decision in a couple of weeks. Like, well, good luck. Hey, Joe, I appreciate it. Blah blah blah. Matter of fact, actually. At that event, it could have had a mayoral form because Robin Shackelford was there, Pastor yeah. James Jacks was there, Joel Hogsett was there, and I was there. It's like, wow, that's like potentially four of the six people running for this job. You know, uh, 
it's interesting. And I guess I'll ask you this. I didn't intend to get into this, but people are always interested about your potential run for mayor. When I ran for public office, I had never run before. I really had not been, I mean, I always voted and I was a, had been on radio, so we talked about it, but I'd never been like involved in any sort of like local politics. So really didn't have any idea what I was doing. And luckily I'm very brilliant. So of course <laughs> I figured it out very fast, but I think about that now. I was like, man, I know a million times more than I knew then, and I think I would run much better now than I did then. Are you nervous about that at all? Because you don't know until you're in the arena, right? Like you, it's easy to watch on the outside and go, oh, they should have done this. They should have done that. But like being the candidate. It's not so much nervousness. Ah, here's what it is. It is being sort of extra cautious. Yeah. As, as, as I, whenever, when I, when I used to do stand-up comedy all the time, uh, I've been a comedian when I first started. It's like, Abdul, if you're not a little bit nervous when you get up on stage, you're going to make stupid mistakes. Yes. So that little bit of nervousness is a, is a good safeguard to have. So I won't say nervousness. I'll just say um, my, 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 my cautiousness about what I don't know is, is, is a bit heightened. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Now, somebody uh, tried to troll me on uh, my Facebook page saying, you don't have any experience. You should stick to reporting the news, blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, you're right. I, I if the experience you're talking about is experience with the with record crime rates for the past few years, <laughs> the experience with record potholes for the past few years, and if the experience is you know, just a general malaise over the city of Indianapolis, and you're right, I don't have the experience that you're looking for. Because that is a big part of it, and we we have commented on this. Indianapolis, downtown Indianapolis, and I'm talking not talking about hey if there's a big event or whatever, but just the day to day existence in downtown Indianapolis is pretty depressing, and it appears to be at least the you know in terms of people being here, people being excited, people being out and about, people being happy, it's nowhere near where it was even four or five years ago. No, it is nowhere near pre-pandemic, pre-pre-riots. Uh, before we go, Rob Kendall, Abdul Kim Shabazz program, State House Happenings, your weekly look at what's going on with Indiana politics and government. You reported something in your cheat sheet that I thought we had to get to. <laughs> uh and by the way, the cheat sheet you can subscribe to over at IndiePolitics.org. It's $50 for the year. You get uh, all the juicy rumor, gossip, and innuendo ahead of everyone else. You reported on we, last week, we, I think last week. Yeah, show, last we, week. We had talked about the, Roki state of state of, the state of state address. Rokita, the Attorney General Todd Rokita, had fired off uh, multiple late-night tweets at Eric Holcomb, which I was totally excited about. And then we had begun speculating – what had caused that? And was it his third or fourth glass of wine? Well, we uh, you said that <laughs> I didn't say anything close to that uh, about the things it could be, <laughs> and now you believe you have solved the mystery. Yes, uh, apparently, when whenever the governor does the state of state address, uh, the 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 statewide elected officials are all up in the balcony. So yes, you know, attorney general, treasurer, auditor, secretary of state, first lady, are all up all up in the balcony, and Rokita wanted. What I was, uh, what I heard was, or what Todd Rakita wanted was he, and usually there's like a seat for them, like maybe like their spouse, right? But, but that's about it, right? Because a lot of people want to go to this thing. Yeah, Rakita wanted space for his for, for his security guard. Yes, his security. Yeah, yes, Attorney General has security. Who? who what, what is he? Madonna? No, but he's a former township trustee. Let's put it that. No, way. no, no. I meant like what is Rokita? Like Rokita believes he's his life is that. Yes, in danger or whatever. Like yeah. anybody would know who he is. Yes, yeah, so he. Was, oh, I know who the who the security guy is. I just want like I just can't believe that he thinks he's important yep. that anybody would care. Exactly. So he wanted space for a security guard and for some of his staff as well. Oh, and the governor's office was like, no, we we, we don't do that. Yeah. First of all, there's first of all, there's no security 
Except by the governor. Yeah. The, the couple state police troopers, but no one else has security. By the way, there's safe police all, all around the yes. all around the building, all there, outside the chamber. There is no more secure location than exactly. that chamber. For that night, from 7 to 8 o'clock, is the safest place in the state of Indiana. Yes, that's correct. So you don't need your security person. So Rikita apparently was mad and ticked off and then wrote, it, wrote what he wrote. And this is the second time this has happened, is what I was told. Because I want to say last year he went to sit next to Janet Holcomb. And they're like, no, you can't sit next to to janet and he ended up uh behind a podium <laughs> that's where they said it behind behind a, a yeah. podium I'm, I'm not making this up so he's mad so your theory is he got mad about yeah. the seating stuff and that's why that evening or whenever it was he uh yeah. the next day or whenever that was he went out and fired a bunch of uh bunch mean of tweets, tweets yeah. yes at uh, at holcomb well, that kind of ruins it for me because I thought maybe it was an act of governmental boldness. But now that I know that Rokita kind of got screwed at that event or felt he got screwed, well, that, that well, makes it makes it more funny. And I'm because uh, I, you know, I don't really care for either one of those guys. Well, anybody can be bold at home when you're on your phone. Well, that's true. Why didn't go up to say something to him? He's Attorney General. It's not yeah, like you, have news com- you have news conference the next day. Yeah, he could have not invited you to it. Yep, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's way too funny. Hey, we got about 30 seconds left here in the show. What should we look forward to in the next week of Indiana politics and government? Uh, we're uh, doing, a situa- doing a story of the bill uh, situation. We're talking to uh, Eric Cook. Also talking to my friends at the Farm Bureau about a couple things. And uh, after next week, we start getting to the sort of the, the – the, the real legislature gets underway starting next week with bills getting on the House floor and amendments and the whole night. Yeah, this is like in wrestling so far what they called the dark matches, the ones that don't air on TV where they're just kind of trying the talent out and having fun. Now the TV broadcast starts here next week. Yeah, this is Junkyard Dog versus George Animal Steel. <laughs> All right. Well, good job as always. Thank you, my friend. Hey, thank you, buddy. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com is here to bring fresh fruits and vegetables right to your door. No need to ever leave the home or deal with the stress that is having to go to the store. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com makes it easy to order fresh fruits and vegetables online with the click of a mouse. I'm Rob Kendall. I love FreedomFoodsIndiana.com, and I know you will, too. It's a great way to keep your family eating right without the hassle of having to shop. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com. Rob Kendall, Bill Gibbs, Shabazz, the program of Statehouse Happenings, your weekly look at what's going on with Indiana politics and government. Don't forget, you can find Abdul on Twitter at A-T-T-Y-Abdul, at A-T-T-Y-Abdul, and be sure to bookmark his very fabulous website, IndiePolitics.org, IndiePolitics.org. Me, I'm on Twitter, at Rob M. Kendall, at Rob M. Kendall, and you can hear me weekdays, 9 until noon, the Kendall and Casey Show on 93.1 WIBC. For Abdul Hakeem Shabazz, I'm Rob Kendall. You've been listening to Statehouse Happenings. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.